Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside Edge Community, 5-4-3-2-1 What's going on everyone? Welcome to today's stream. It is Sunday, which means we've got a very exciting day of baseball. Uh, we've got games starting right now, I believe, or maybe in like a minute or two, between the Reds and the Giants, which is sad. Because the Reds have been doing so well. And I wanted to talk about them today. They have the uh, the opportunity to sweep the Giants today. So I was gonna I was gonna use them in the Broom Boys category. But alas. Just not enough time to get get a get a conversation about the game in before it starts. Uh, but we do have uh, several games that we are slated to talk about. Uh, several more games that we can just talk about in a, in a little bit of a QA session at the end. I uh, hope everyone is doing well. Uh, obviously, we're back. Had no stream yesterday uh, because it was the day after Ben's wedding. And uh, I don't know that anybody was in, uh, shall we say, in the right condition to be streaming. Uh, but we're back today. Had a good time at the wedding. Next time next time Ben is on, or maybe if Ben shows up in the chat, uh, everybody, everybody be sure to congratulate him. He is a married man. Uh, recap of Ben's wedding bets. Uh, yeah, let me let me bring let me bring that up. Uh, where is it? There it is. Okay, so this was the uh, this was the betting card at at Ben's menu. So uh, will the groom cry? Uh, yeah. Will the bride cry? Yeah. Length of the maid of honor speech over. It was like 7 minutes and 10 seconds. It flew over. It went into double OT. Length of the best man speech uh, also went over. Only by 30 seconds. Uh, will Rango and Whiskey be mentioned in the speeches? Absolutely they were. How fast will Jace chug a beer? I, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if Jace actually ended up chugging a beer. This one, this one might have been... Uh, this one might have been voided. Everybody got refunded here. I, uh, if it happened, I didn't witness it. Uh, Will Shout by the Eiley Brothers be played? Uh, absolutely, it was. And and in fact, it was funny because everybody was saying that they're going to circle yes and then just go request it from the DJ. And it was literally like the second song the cut played at the wedding. So that was, a, that was an easy yes. Um, will Daniel Salerno, a.k.a. the bride's brother, mention crypto? Uh, yes, it happened. Pretty early on. Uh, over under number of backflips. I think this one went under. I was I was expecting that there was just like that this one was gonna be rigged, that there was gonna be somebody who knew how to do a backflip. Uh, there was no backflip. Over under shots taken by the groom. I I this might have ended up eventually going over. Asked Ben at some point and he was only at two. Like a ton of drinks. But not a lot of actual just taken shots. Although as the night went on, there's a chance that this one went over. Have to ask Ben. Uh, what will be the genre of the song played at 8 p.m.? It was hip hop. It was uh, it was jump around. I think was the song. 
that was that was playing at that moment. Uh, and then what would be the year of the first song played after the Mother Son Dance? The answer was uh, 2014. It was Fireball by Pitbull. So that's how the uh, how the betting menu went. Uh, let's go ahead and get rid of that and start talking about uh, some baseball. So how the stream works for anybody who might be new is we have five categories uh, that you can see on the left-hand side of the screen. For each of the first four categories, we picked out a game uh, that fits into that category. It's four games that are interesting for four different reasons. Some of the marquee games of the day, not necessarily my actual favorite bets of the day. Uh, that being said, for each of these games, I will have my lean chat. You guys will be able to vote on your leans and all of these leans. My leans and your leans will be tracked over on that stamp. Bam. There it is. Uh, so be sure to go check out Betstamp, sign up for account. You can see uh, see the results of every single stream pick that has been made since May 4th. And they are up big. Uh, it was another profitable day last time out with Krabs. Um, so stream is up in the, uh, in the realm of 15 units, just as a whole, between me, between you guys, between everybody else who's been on the stream. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a good time. Uh, the last category is the walk-off, and this is our actual favorite bets of the day. Uh, I have mine ready to go, uh, and when it's that time, you guys, as the chat, will be able to um, tell me what you like in the chat. Uh, I will take five of them, throw them in a poll, and you guys can vote on your favorite play of the day. Uh, so what I've done a little bit differently is I just threw all of the games up as opposed to making them say coming soon. I mean, it's going to make it a little bit easier on my end because it's just one less thing that I have to worry about. And also, for people who come in and say, like, have you talked about this game or are you going to talk about this game? Uh, if it's up there, we're going to talk about it or we have already talked about it. If it's not up there, uh, we can we can ask about it, do some Q&A at the end. Uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and hop into category number one. David versus Goliath. Average Joes versus the Globo Jim Goliath. This sport doesn't build character, it reveals it. A, Cotton, FNA. So category number one is David versus Goliath. Uh, taking a look at a game with a heavy money line favorite and of course we're talking about the dodgers taking on the diamondbacks in uh game four of a four game series that these teams are playing uh the dodgers have won all three of the previous games in this series and and it looks like after after that weird first series that they played against the diamondbacks so the diamondbacks actually took two out of three uh the dodgers have now won overall seven straight games or six straight games. No, seven straight games uh, against the Diamondbacks. So uh, it looked like the Diamondbacks might be the uh, the bogey team for the Dodgers earlier on in the season. Uh, but it looks like the Dodgers have kind of righted the ship and, and are performing kind of more, more to expectations against the Diamondbacks. Uh, pitching matchup in this game, we have Tyler Anderson. Sporting a clean 5-0 record, rocking a 3-3 ERA, 1.01 whip for uh, for the Dodgers. Lefty uh, taking on the right-handed Zach Davies, sitting at 2-2, two two, uh, 4-8-1 ERA. Uh, what is his whip? His whip is 1.37. Uh, 
so both of these pitchers have have played against the opposing team at least once this year. Uh, Anderson threw seven innings of seven hit ball, gave up two runs with seven Ks against the Diamondbacks back on May 17th. Uh, Davies has actually faced the Dodgers twice already this year, uh, giving up three in four innings uh, on April 26th and giving up five in four innings back on May 18th. Uh, so lines in this game, we've got the Diamondbacks at plus 185 on the money line, Dodgers sitting at minus 215. Uh, run lines, you're looking at a minus 135 on the Dodgers, plus 115 on the Diamondbacks total, sitting at 9.5. Uh, so chat, be sure to go vote on what you like in this game. Uh, and now I should probably talk about what I actually think is going to happen here. Uh, so I think first and foremost, it's it's hard to not like the Dodgers here. Tyler Tyler Anderson, I mean, his, his face numbers are good, and I think he's been pitching even better than, than those face numbers indicate. Uh, he had one start against the Phillies where he gave up seven runs, and, and he gave up ten hits. And aside from that, he hasn't given up more than two runs in a start for the entire season. So I think at least against Anderson... We're going to see not a whole lot of success scoring the ball from the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, it feels like they were they were hot for a while, like I was saying earlier, with them having some success against the Dodgers. They, uh, they knocked off a lot of good teams. They were a great, great value money line team for a while. But I do think that they've cooled off quite a bit. I guess they're still 5-5 five and five in their last 10 games. Uh, but they have lost three in a row against the Dodgers. Dodgers going for the sweep here. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a look uh, at some different bets that we can make here. So if I'm taking a run line or a money line, I'm probably taking the Dodgers. Uh, the thing that makes me a little apprehensive is the fact that the model does only have the Dodgers winning this game by uh, more like 1.2 runs. So not a uh, not necessarily the most confident play from that perspective. Uh, so what I what I might do instead. Is, is take a look at some first five lines and some team totals. Uh, so team totals. Dodgers team total for the full game sitting at five and a half. Diamondback sitting at three and a half. Um, and then first five run line for the Dodgers. Minus 145. Yeah. I don't like that. Uh, so what I think I'm going to do is I'm, I'm just going just gonna to take the chalk play here. I'm going to take the Dodgers. Uh, minus one and a half at minus 135 and locking that in for myself uh, best price that is actually minus 128 over on Fandle uh, and it's looking like it's going to be the same for chat maybe, maybe not the most interesting game this uh, this Dodgers Diamondbacks game, but it is going to be a Dodgers minus one and a half for the chat as well. Locking it in. Boom, tracked it for myself. Over on Betstamp, gonna track it for you guys as well. And there it is. Yeah, happy happy Sunday fun day. Also, Javon says bandbox game on this one. What is uh? Pardon my ignorance. What is what is bandbox game? 
I don't know what that means. I feel like I might be missing something. Uh, and yeah, Casey's doing uh, doing the games set up like this. Less suspense, more efficiency. If you if you let me and let me know which way you think is better. Is it better to just list them all out ahead of time like this, take away the suspense, add in a little bit of efficiency, uh, or is it better to uh, to keep the suspense, keep it the way that it was before? Uh, See, so Steely dances early, nerfy in Giants and Reds. Has uh, that game started yet? Yeah, middle of the first. Three up, three down for Tyler Malley. Two strikeouts. Looking pretty good. Oh, conditions leading to a ton of home runs. Gotcha. Like with uh, with the weather. Arizona, balls have been flying out in Arizona. You don't get, like, wind effects because it's in the dome. But the, uh, just like the, the atmospheric conditions outside of that. Uh, definitely, probably second to cores, as far as just like the thinness of the air, how far the ball, the ball is going to fly. Uh, so I'm going to hop along now into category number two. Broom boys. The way you swept me off the feet. So category number two is Broom Boys, and a lot of games that we could have looked at today. Uh, again, I did want to talk about the the Reds uh, having swept, or at least looking like they could sweep the Giants. Uh, two of two they've taken so far in that series. Um, but instead, we're going to look at another team going for a sweep, uh, and a team today going for a sweep that is an underdog in their game today. Uh, and that is the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, the Blue Jays are on the road in L.A., taking on the Angels. And they have gone 3-for-3 three three at the Angels so far. 6-3 uh, win, a 4-3 win, and a 6-5 win. And despite all of this, uh, the Blue Jays are sitting at plus 110 on the money line. So looking as underdogs, uh, despite winning all three games in the series so far. Uh, that means the Angels are sitting at minus 130. Total is sitting at 8. Uh, and I just threw the poll up. So let me know what you guys like in this one. So I've I've been on the record as saying that the that the Blue Jays are, are one of the hardest teams to bet on, and certainly one of the most frustrating teams to watch when you have money on them. They're just so inconsistent, at least at times. Although it looks like the Jays might kind of be putting the pieces together. They're, uh, they're not covering run lines. Uh, two of the three games against the Angels were one-run wins. Uh, I mean, and they, they, they won a game by three. They, they destroyed the Cardinals in one of those games in that series beforehand. But this Blue Jays team is still not really blowing people out. Uh, that being said, they are pitching a little bit better. They are winning games. Uh, and they've got Jose Barrios on the mound today who was a big uh, pickup at the trade deadline for them last year, signed a big contract, and has been been kind of underwhelming this year for Toronto. Uh, he's sitting at 3-2 and two, uh, with a 4.75 ERA, 1.44 whip. Uh, he, his K numbers are way, way, way down 
from what they've been historically. He's historically been a guy who's going to strike out a batter per inning on average. Uh, he only has 35 in 47 innings that he's thrown this year. So, so this is not the same Jose Barrios that earned a big contract that uh, that that enticed the Blue Jays to ship out a great prospect in uh, in Austin Martin out to Minnesota to get him at the deadline last year. Uh, guy on the mound for the Angels, Patrick Sandoval, has been really good this year. Uh, Sandoval, I, I, he's one of those pitchers who who has struggled a little bit to like stick around in the rotation full time. Uh, and he doesn't pitch a ton of innings in his starts. But but his stuff has always been good, and it's been good this year, and the results have been good for him this year. Uh, he's made seven starts on the season, only pitched 40 innings in those seven starts, so not, not going super deep. Uh, but he's only given up eight runs. Uh, that's a 179 ERA. Only given up 30 hits in the 40 innings. He has walked 17 batters which is a little bit of a problem. He's a guy with nasty stuff. Um, so it's just something that you're going to have to deal with uh, with him. But this is, a, this is an interesting matchup here. So what I'm going to do uh, to make my pick is take a look at the model. And the model loves one of these teams. Uh, and that team, surprisingly enough, is actually Toronto. So I'm going to take the Blue Jays here. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fade, not necessarily fade Patrick Sandoval. I do think that this is gonna be a lower scoring game, uh, but I think that the Blue Jays' offense against Sandoval, especially if Sandoval ends up walking guys, like he's had a, a little bit of a tendency to do. Uh, again, his walk numbers in his last few starts. I mean, he only walked one in his last start, but gave up three plus in each of the four before that. I mean, guys on base against the Blue Jays—they struggle with guys on base. It can be hard to watch them, um, but I don't. I don't want to give up free base runners to this team, and that's kind of what Sandoval has a tendency to do. He's he's been able to escape it so far, uh, mostly unscathed. He hasn't given up a home run this year, which I which I also think is interesting. Um, but I like uh, I like the Jays to score a couple on him. I think that Barrios is going to have in enough success that getting the Blue Jays at plus money going for the sweep is where I am at in this one. So lock it in the Blue Jays money line at plus 110. Uh, if I was going to take a total here, I would definitely lean the over. Uh, so I don't also hate the uh, the idea of like a Blue Jays team total over. Uh, let me first lock in the money line for myself. Uh, Blue Jays team total, yeah, sitting at three and a half at minus 128. And that actually might be the better bet. But I do I do think I'm just going to take the Blue Jays to win. Uh, Shitty Picks. Love the name. Says, uh, where's Ben? Ben is uh, I, I probably at his house. He, uh, I, I think, was quite hungover yesterday. And just getting getting stuff ready for the honeymoon, which I think is going on starting tomorrow. I think. Uh, so no Ben today. He he might pop in uh, to the to the to the stream just in the chat. If he does, I'll be sure to point him out, say hello. Oh, he could be at church too. That's a definite possibility. Uh, but I don't know. 
He could, he could be anywhere. He could be at McDonald's. Larry says, who, who cares? Nick is the star of this operation. No, Ben is, Ben is the star of this operation. Capwise would not exist without Ben. And, uh, Ben, uh, Ben is, Ben is very, very good at what he does. He's, uh, I'm very interested to see what his 30, 30, 30 play is today. That's been on fire. The 30, 30, 30 plays have been on absolute fire. Yeah, I know. You're just giving Ben shit. Ben is out comparing baseballs. I, I wonder if he's actually going to be able to source, uh, some baseballs and do a, a, a sort of scientific study. Would be very interesting. I'd love to see it. Uh, also, Flechuga. First time in the stream. Thanks for checking it out. Says, love that play. The three and a half and a lot of wind. Yeah. Uh, wind is blowing out in LA. I didn't talk about that, but it is actually a, a 12 mile an hour wind blowing out uh, in uh, in LA today. It, it does concern me because, like I said, uh, Sandoval hasn't given up a home run yet this year. I mean, part of that is certainly just luck, but he's not a guy who's given up a ton of fly balls in general. So so maybe from that perspective, the wind isn't going to have such a big impact there. Uh, I, I think with the Jays' money line, we really just need uh, Barrios to have a good game. And if you don't want to trust him, if you or if you don't trust him, you can't trust him, uh, then I think that the, the Blue Jays' team total over is also a great play. Uh, so let's take a look and see what the chat poll results are. And it is the exact opposite of what I said. Uh, it is going to be the Angels. Uh, money line at minus 130 for the chat. So locking that in for them. Uh, five votes on the Angels. Three votes on the Blue Jays. Two votes on the under. And one vote on the over. And yes, I am I am back and recovered from the wedding. And I see a couple people asking about the Rays and the Yankees game. Uh, we're going to be talking about that one coming up not too long from now. Talking about that one in the uh, in the pitching duel matchup. Uh, so, don't like that you guys faded me, but it is what it is. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop along into category number three. All I do is wind. And they stay there. And they stay yeah. And they stay there. All I do is wind. So category number three, all I do is wind. Taking a look at a game with potentially heavy wind implications. And there's a lot of places that we could have gone with this. Uh, a lot of the, the games in the Broom Boys and the all I do is wind could have been interchangeable. Uh, even the David versus Goliath game, I mean, no win there, but that was another game where a team was going for a sweep. And this one, for the third time in a row, uh, there is a team with a sweep opportunity, and this time it is the Texas Rangers. Uh, also on the road, all of these uh, potential sweep teams on the road. Also, we've got Ben in the chat. Congratulations, Ben. Everybody uh, everybody, be sure to wish Ben a, a happy... A happy marriage? I don't know. What do you what do you say to somebody who just got married? Like, good good luck. 
Hope it goes well. No, but uh, very happy for you, Ben. Very proud of you. And uh, excited to see what the 30-30 play is today. And uh, enjoy your honeymoon coming up tomorrow. My wife says I have to stop sports betting. Yeah. The, uh, the, the integration of the bets into the wedding with that card, that was the final straw. That was it. Uh, so, in this game, yeah, we'll, we'll be seeing. <laughs> uh, so, in the, the game, all I do is win. Uh, we've, poll is up. Just threw it up, by the way. So be sure to go vote. Uh, we've got the Texas Rangers going for a four out of four sweep against the Oakland Athletics. Uh, we've got Dane Dunning on the mound for Texas. James Caprillion on the mound for Oakland. Uh, Athletics at home, coming off three straight losses against these Rangers. They're sitting at plus 105. Rangers sitting at minus 125. Total is sitting at eight. Uh, so once again, chat, be sure to go vote on the poll. Uh, tell me what you like. Uh, so what do I like here? So I think the first thing that I want to talk about is the pitchers here. Oh, and I guess I, sh I should also talk about the wind. Because this is the all I do is wind category. So there is an 11 mile an hour wind blowing out in Oakland. Oakland is one of the harder parks to hit home runs in. Uh, it's it's not a great hitter's park in general. Largely because there's just so much space in foul territory. That there's uh, a lot more like pop outs in foul territory here than in pretty much any other stadium uh, in the bigs. So, so it's a little bit good for pitchers from that perspective. Um, we've got Dane Dunning and James Caprillion. Uh, and I think that these are two of the more interesting pitchers in baseball. I mean, because I find weird things about pitchers interesting. Uh, so Caprillion is, is a guy that I was, I was pretty high on last year. Uh, former first round draft pick, very highly rated prospect, uh, with the Yankees, whose career just got completely derailed by injuries he, he didn't pitch in the minors for like three years uh, early on in his career eventually bounced back got traded to, to the athletics uh and started for them last year pitched pretty well uh got hurt again in the offseason so he had a, a bit of a late debut to his season this year but he's been pretty underwhelming so far uh he's pitched 23 innings across his five starts he's uh, in his last four very consistently going five to 5.2 innings um he's not striking guys out like he was last year and and he's giving up way too many walks way too many hits and and the results have not been so pretty uh he's sporting a 5-5 era 135 whip and i think i think it's kind of hard to back caprillion to to put together a, a consistent set of five innings or whatever I just, I kind of don't think it's going to happen here. Uh, Dane Dunning, on the other hand, and yeah, Sick Money said, uh, Krabs is the number one Dane Dunning fan. Yeah, I, I'm a big Dane Dunning fan as well. Uh, he's made nine starts this year, 51 Ks across 50 innings in those starts, 4-3 uh, ERA, 1-3 whip. Dane Dunning is not a spectacular pitcher, but he's a, he's a solid pitcher. He's, uh, he's had a couple rough starts recently. Uh, he gave up five in six innings, gave up 11 hits. 
uh, against the Angels in his most recent start, but he struck out eight in those six innings. Uh, and then a couple starts before that against Boston, he had another game where he gave up five um, in in five point two innings, but he had six Ks in that in that game as well. So he's a he's a guy with good stuff. Even when he's getting hit around, he's going to rack up some Ks. So I I really I really don't know what it is with Dunning. It it feels like he always like he looks good, but his stat line will be just like a little bit worse than you think it should be. And yeah, Javon, as a as a friend of Crabs, I'm sure you're on the uh, on the Dane Dunning fan club as well. Yeah. So and ex- exactly, he pitches well. Uh, usually just has that one blow up inning. Yeah, so then the the question is with Dunning is is one how bad is that blow up inning going to be, and two will it happen, and three will the Rangers put up more runs off of Caprillion uh, than Dunning gives up in in his innings. I mean, and of course that was maybe one of the more stupid things I've ever said. The question is, which team is going to score more runs? Yeah, no shit, Nick. Uh, so I think I think the Rangers are going to score more runs here. I like the Rangers to win this game quite a bit. This is I think this is one of my favorite plays of the day. Caprillion has good stuff, but but Dunning has better stuff. Dunning Dunning is just kind of better all across the board. IMO between between these two pitchers, and on top of that, the the Rangers bats are also just a little bit easier to trust. Um, we saw we saw Marcus Simeon finally hit a home run recently uh, yesterday. Maybe maybe he's going to get hot, uh, but even if Simeon performs more the way that he had throughout the entire season, uh, I I still trust this Rangers lineup more than I do the Athletics lineup. So I'm taking the uh, the Rangers money line at minus one twenty five. Uh, so chat poll results are in. Uh, we've got the over eight, uh, racking up seven votes and taking home the win in the poll. Uh, we've got the Rangers money line at five votes, finishing in second. I do like the over here. Uh, if I'm picking a side, well, model actually has this going under largely because the A's just aren't going to score, according to the model. Uh, I do, I do think that the that the Athletics are going to put up a couple runs against Dunning for sure. Um, but I, I really like the Rangers to put put several guys across home plate today. Uh, Flashuga says like the Texas team total. Also, yeah, this is, I think this is another good spot. For uh, for a team total, I'm not gonna lock it in. I'm gonna lock in the Rangers money line for myself in this one. But if you want a team total uh, over four and a half for the Rangers plus money plus one fifteen ish, I think that that's a pretty solid a pretty solid play. Uh, so it's gonna be a Rangers money line for me. It is going to be an over, and actually you can get the over at seven and a half uh, at minus one fifteen over on Bet Rivers. And I think that I would much rather have an over seven and a half at minus one fifteen than an eight at minus one oh five. So uh, that's what I'll look in for you guys on Bet Stamp. Uh, also why it's important to have many books, many accounts, so you can shop around, find the best lines available to you. Uh, Javon says Rangers first five team total. One of my favorite straight plays today. So first five team total for the Rangers, one and a half minus one fifty. I think I think that's a pretty uh, 
I think that's a pretty solid look, too. I mean, Caprillion, he's given up uh, in, in his five starts this year. And again, he's pitched into the sixth inning in a couple of these starts, but he's given up uh, two or more runs in four of the five starts. And the only one that he didn't was against... Uh, start against the Twins at some point. But yeah, I uh, I think that the athletic, uh, the Rangers are going to score some runs today for sure. So let me add these up onto the stream graphic. Uh, that's the wrong, that's the wrong button. All right, so it's going to be a Rangers minus one twenty five for me, and it's going to be an over eight at minus one hundred five for the chat. Uh, Log Beach says Guardians with uh, McKenzie's dominance over Detroit is really challenging by bankroll management and not nuking. Yeah, it's uh, it's easy to get into a situation like that where something looks like so free, it looks like a lock, whatever. Even even for me, as as somebody who preaches bankroll management all day every day, uh, it's just important to note that it you gotta you gotta stay consistent with it because just one fluke thing like McKenzie goes out and he like tweaks his elbow or something and then your whole handicap is gone not that i think that that's going to happen but it's always a risk i mean even even if something does look like an air quotes lock and air quotes free free play or whatever there's so much fluke shit that can happen in in sports it's important to retain remain strong with the bankroll management Uh, but yeah, I love I love me some sticks. Sticks McKenzie's awesome. He's looking really good this year. Uh, all right. Oh, and it's Elvin Rodriguez on the mound on the other side. Oof. That's an that's an oof for the Tigers. If McKenzie tweaks his elbow today, we're clipping this. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the Grim Reaper of elbows. If you if you want me to put in a hit on somebody's elbow, just let me know, and I'll talk about them on stream. And then it's and then it's a guarantee to happen. Uh, so let's go ahead and move in to category number four. Pitching duel. Now, key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's: readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. So category number four is the pitching duel. Taking a look at a game with a good pitching matchup and a low total. Uh, and that is what we have today in the game that everybody's been asking about between the Yankees and the Rays. Uh, so the Rays sitting at minus 145 on the money line, which means that the Yankees, best record in all of baseball, uh, sitting at plus 125 on the money line. Uh, it's been a, been a pretty close series between these two teams so far. Uh, we saw a 7-2 Yankees win in the first game, a 2-0 Yankees win in the second game, and a 3-1 Rays win in the third game. Uh, so what's going to happen today? Uh, we've got Shane McClanahan on the mound for the Rays. Uh, he's been on fire. Six shutout innings against the Marlins with nine Ks in his last start. Uh, he's had 11 Ks. Twice this year, he's had nine Ks, another start this year, in addition to that most recent one. He struck out 74 in 52 innings pitched this year. Uh, he is a lefty, which 
against the Yankees is potentially a little sketch. A lot of big right-handed bats in the Yankees lineup. Uh, but McClanahan has fared reasonably well against these guys. Uh, I think he started against the Yanks twice last year. Uh, had a had a, a short start at the end of the season where he went three innings, uh, gave up one run. Uh, and earlier in the season, he went six innings, gave up three runs uh, with six Ks. So small sample size, moderate success against the Yankees from McClanahan. Uh, but he's a, he's a much better pitcher this year than he was last year. And not that he was bad last year. But I think that that's why you're seeing the Rays uh, as favorites in this game, despite the Yankees being having having the best record in all of baseball. And that's also why you're seeing the total so low, uh, sitting at 6.5. Also, be sure, everyone, to go vote on the poll. Uh, would love to hear what everybody has to think about this one. Uh, so on the mound for the Yankees, we've got Luis Severino. Uh, he was a little iffy starting out the season. Uh, he barely pitched at all last year, didn't pitch at all in 2020, barely pitched in 2019, uh, coming back from from some pretty big injury stuff. I think he, he had Tommy John. Uh, but he's picked it up in his last couple starts. Uh, he played the White Sox back on May 22nd in his most recent start, went seven innings, didn't give up a run, five Ks, start before that against Baltimore, six innings, one earned, seven Ks. Uh, so Luis Severino, he's going deeper into games, which is important. He re- he wasn't really going all that deep at the beginning of the year. Uh, strikeout numbers ticking up. Love to see it. Uh, just love to see him healthy. Severino's uh, Severino seems like a good dude, uh, I think. And just uh, just a good, exciting pitcher. Love the love to see people coming back from Tommy John, being successful. Uh, so what do I like in this game? Uh, it's it's tough to bet against Shane McClanahan the way that he's pitching right now. I know again he's a lefty, lot of lot of big power bats uh, on the right handed side of the plate for the Yanks, but I think that McClanahan is going to perform well today. Uh, I I also trust Luis Severino to give us some good innings, and I also trust these pens to. At the end of the game, if it's a close game, to uh, to not give up a bunch of runs just completely unnecessarily. Uh, two of the best bullpens in the league in this game. So despite this total being so low at six and a half, uh, trusting the pitchers, both the starters and the relievers, and I'm taking the under six and a half in this one. Uh, so I'm going to go lock that in for myself. Over on BetStamp, best price for that, under 6.5, plus 102 over on Barstool. Uh, and Javon says, pretty easy to trust Severino against our lineup right now. Yeah, I know you're a, you're a Rays fan. Yeah, Rays, the, Rays are, the Rays are so, like, up and down. They, it, it feels like they just get streaky together as a team. Which is uh, which is kind of interesting. So I will say, if I'm if I was taking a side here, I would be on the Rays. Um, I do I do just trust McClanahan a lot. I don't I don't think he's going to go out there and lose the game for them. But uh, I I do like the under more. Is uh is Chapman healthy and playing? 
he I know he's been hurt, and uh, Clay Holmes has kind of been acting as the closer. Yeah, no, Chapman's on the on the fifteen day IL, so we don't have to worry about uh, about anything with Chapman. I mean, he he obviously he's on the injured list. He had been playing hurt, and I think that that's why he was he was off. That's why his velocity was down. That's why he was giving up some uh, some runs, blowing some saves. But yeah, uh, with with no Chapman. I guess just with a healthy bullpen, the Yankees are still looking great. I mean, Clay Holmes has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, he's, I think, the one who stepped into the closing role for them. So it's going to be an under for me and chat. Uh, poll results are in, and you guys like the race. I think this is the closest pull that there's ever been. So it is a raise money line for chat. So the raise money line got four votes. The Yankees money line got three votes. The under got three votes. And the over got three votes. It was three to three to three to four. I, I don't know what I would have done if it was a, a four-way tie at three votes. There's like a there's like a protocol for when two things are tied. Three things being tied. I mean, could maybe figure it out. If all four things were tied, it, it's just like don't bet on this game. Go go flip some coins and bet on that. Apparently the the trop was sold out yesterday. Love to see it. I mean, I I the Rays are an easy team to root for as Somebody who doesn't really care about the, doesn't have a horse in the AL East race. They're a uh, like I'm a, I'm a big analytics guy. I love I love teams like the Rays that that really build up with the farm system, build up the uh, build up the right way. From that perspective, at least as far as as far as drafting players and acquiring players, maybe not retaining players. Don't don't like what they do. Uh, but it seems like they always have a, a good young core of players. So, easy to root for the race. Uh, but yeah, this is this is maybe a don't bet. Uh, so, it is time for category number five, the walk-off. Uh, where we need to take everybody's favorite plays of the day. So, take a couple seconds. Let me know what you guys like as your favorite plays of the day. Give me the team or teams, if it's a total. Um, it can be a money line. It can be a run line. It can be a alternate spread. It can be a total. It can be a game total. It could be whatever. It could be a nerfy or a yearfy. Uh, just let me know what the bet is, and let me know what the price of the bet is. Is it a minus 110 bet? Is it a plus 200 bet? Uh, I need the price in order for it to make it into the poll. Uh, here is the walk-off video clip. The walk-off. The 1-1 pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal. And let's see what we got. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the Guardians in there. Uh, because everybody loves the Guardians today. Uh, one unit DCL Mega Goat Nuke Maxwell play. I like it. 
It's a it's a responsible DCL, a responsible Mega Goat Whale Max nuke of the century. Um, early contender to win the poll. Uh, I see Stiffen, first time in the chat says Colorado, first five over. What is the uh, what is the price on the Colorado first five over? Um, we've got. Let's see, Rangers money line at minus one twenty-five from Baked Pumpernickel. Is that is was your name like inspired by our Pumpernickel discussion on the stream, or did you like change it after the discussion, or is it like a complete coincidence that you're that we have people who joke about like let's get this Pumpernickel, and then there's also somebody in here named Baked Pumpernickel. I feel like it's not a coincidence, but but your account is older than the joke. So you never know. Uh, we got the over in the Battle of Chicago from Big Germ. Uh, White Sox. Cubs over 7.5 at plus 100 with the wind blowing way, way, way in. 15 miles an hour in. Um, let's see, we've got the, uh, Mets Phillies also over, also over seven and a half. Uh, that one's sitting at minus one Oh five. Um, see so pick from the six also likes that, uh, Chicago game over Budman says Cubs money line. We're going to limit it to one pick from the same game. Uh, Ben earlier said Phillies nerfy. I don't know what the price is on that. Um, not a coincidence. Makes sense. I it, I would have been shocked if it was a coincidence. Uh, there's uh, there's going to be somebody in like a couple days named Rosemary Focaccia who comes into the stream. I wonder if that name is taken on Twitch. Just somebody somebody named Rosemary Focaccia. Yeah, stick money. You, you just change your name to Rosemary Focaccia. Actually, actually don't do that because you have to wait like two or three months to change your name again. Uh, let's go with the uh, Astros Mariners first five under four and a half from Javon. So uh, Houston, Seattle, first five under four and a half at minus 132. Uh, so the poll is up. Uh, be sure to go vote. Apologies if your play did not make it into the poll. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to keep rolling with team totals as my favorite plays of the day. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of success recently taking team totals as my walk-off. I had the Reds team total over, had like a, a Rangers team total over as the last couple. There was another one before that. I forget. I can't think back that far. But I think I've done it three times in a row and hit on all three. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, where I'm going is the Houston... Astro oh, yeah, it was Baltimore. That's right. Good call. Good call. Also, what was your name before it was banked? Uh, not banked. Baked Pumpernickel. Uh, but where I'm going is uh, with the Astros. Team total over four and a half at plus 105. 
I I against Marco Gonzalez, who's I maybe been pitching well this year. If you if you like ERA as a uh, as a stat, which I don't, he's been pitching well this year. But he's given up a ton of contact, given up a ton of walks, and against this Houston team, you don't want to do that. I I said this a couple a couple days ago on Friday with Crabs with Chris Flexen, and Flexen shut down the Astros. He did. I was wrong. I I loved the Astros run line in that game. They got to Verlander. Flexen pitched well. But I'm not scared. I'm gonna I'm gonna fade Marco Gonzalez, uh, despite the fact that he's been pitching well, despite the fact that he's had some success against the Strohs this year. Uh, I like the Astros to put up five plus today. I really do. Uh, so Gonzalez has pitched twice against Houston this year. Uh, on the road on May second, he went six innings, gave up eight hits and two walks, only struck out two, uh, but only gave up three. So when I when I see something like that, I see ten ba- ten base runners in six innings. I'm I'm expecting more than three runs, especially with only two Ks, because that means that there's so many balls in play. Uh, his other start against Houston was actually very good back on April fifteenth. Although I think that that's when Jose El- no actually never mind Altuve was playing in that game. So, uh, so never mind that wasn't when Altuve was hurt. Uh, but that was a legitimately really good start. Uh, seven innings, six Ks, four hits, one earned, no walks. Um, but the Astros bats historically have hit extremely well against Marco Gonzalez. I don't, I don't love looking at batter versus pitcher numbers because sample sizes are usually really small, but the top guys in this throws lineup have, have faced him 25, 30 times and have all had success. Altuve 10 for 30 against him. Michael Brantley 12 for 27 against him. Alex Bregman 10 for 32 against him. Jordan Alvarez, smaller sample size, but five for 12. Uh, against him, so I uh, I think that the at especially the most recent start that Gonzalez had against the Strohs was a little fluky. I like the uh, I like the Astros to put up some runs today. Also, this is a this is another team that is trying to fight off a sweep. The Astros are six uh, one loss and six nothing loss in the first two games uh, of the series. So only one run. Combined uh, against Chris Flexen yesterday uh, on on Friday, and against Logan Gilbert yesterday. I mean, Gilbert is a stud. Flexen, eh. But I think uh, I think the Astros bounce back in a big way today and uh, pile on some runs. So poll results, uh, polls still going. Uh, we've got. Probably like 30-ish seconds left on that. And uh, then I'm happy to stick around for as long as you guys want to stick around uh, and do some Q&A on some other games. So let me go uh, lock in my Astros team total. Uh, It's looking like chat's play of the day is definitely going to be the Guardians money line. Uh, Running away with the poll. Eight votes on that. Uh, Nothing else has more than three. So I'll go ahead and lock that one in for the chat. Uh, best price on that, by the way, is minus 152 over on Circa. Uh, so let me put in my Astros team total and your Guardians money line at minus 160. 
Tigers have a triple-A lineup today. Is it out? Yeah, it is out. Grossman, Scope, Castro, Baez, Torkelson, Castro, Cameron, Haas, and Derek Hill. I mean, it looks like the... Looks like a regular Tigers lineup. So maybe they always trot out a triple-A lineup. I, I, what I think is interesting, I was just thinking about my, uh, my vocabulary. Whenever I talk about lineups, I always use the word trot. Like, they trot out the lineup. Why is that? Why do I, why do I use the word trot so much? I don't know. Beats me. Uh, but yeah, so talk about the, uh, the Brewers and the Cardinals for a little bit, uh, with Corbin Burns and Miles McCollis. Uh, could talk about the Mets and Phillies as well. So, Brewers and Cardinals. I mean, this was the other contender for the pitching duel. I think that the pitching matchup here is a little bit more interesting than the Severino-McClanahan matchup in that Yankees and Rays game. Uh, but the total is half a run higher. So, uh, didn't go with it. Very windy game. 17 mile an hour wind. It says right to left over on Rotowire. I don't know if it's like actually side to side or if it's like a little bit out or a little bit in. Uh, but definitely a windy game. Uh, Corbin Burns it, it is a stud. I mean, there's no two ways about that. His, uh, his K numbers have been a little bit down in his last couple starts, which is interesting. He's only struck out five in each of his last two starts across six innings. And for Burns, I mean, he's hit double digits three times this year in, in nine games. So that's potentially a little concerning. Uh, one of those starts was good. He gave up one run in six innings. The other one, not so great. Four earned against the Braves back on May 18th. Um, but you, you, you always have to think that Corbin Burns is going to pitch well. McCullis, he's been really good this year, um, which I'm, I'm surprised by. I'm not, I'm not surprised that he's pitching well. I, I like McCullis. Uh, but I'm surprised that he's pitching as well as he is. Nine starts this year, 55 innings. He's eating up a ton of innings. He's uh, He's gone seven or into the eighth in three starts this year. He's pitched six plus in like five or six of his starts this year, uh, which is which is great for him, for a, for a guy who was dealing with injury issues for a while. Didn't pitch in 2020 and missed a lot of the 2021 season also. Uh He's a, he's a guy who doesn't strike out a ton of players. He's got 41 Ks in his 55 innings, but he's he's just an excellent... He's a, he's a, he's a good pitcher. He's a good ground ball pitcher. Um, don't know if you can always trust the Cardinals' defense behind him. Uh, I mean, Arenado and Goldschmidt at the corners are good. Uh, middle infielders, uh, Sosa. I guess Sosa's starting at third base today. Well, that's interesting. So no Arenado for uh, for the Cardinals today. So it's Edmund at short, Gorman at second, Sosa at third. Uh, but defense for the Cards can be a little sketch at times. Uh, model in this game uh, has the Brewers winning, uh, has the total at like six and a half. So I don't know that I'd want to actually bet anything here. I don't think that the value at like minus 145, minus 150 on the Brewers is is all that great. 
Uh, I also don't know that the under is a play. I mean, it's a windy game. Even if it's not going to cause home runs, the wind is potentially uh, high enough just to cause some issues with, with like, defense. So I'm staying away there. That's my, uh, that's my thoughts. Um, I have to stream until the last out today? Absolutely not. Absolutely no chance. Uh, thoughts on the Mets and Phillies game? It's, it's tiring sitting here talking. Like, I, I love streaming. This is a lot of fun. I'm very, I'm very thankful that people show up and care about what I have to say. Uh, and I, I enjoy the conversations that we have. But talking for a long time is extremely tiresome. When, when we've done, like, watch parties for the draft or for the Super Bowl, I'm, like, I'm gassed at the end. Like, my throat hurts, my voice hurts. It's, uh, it's, it's a little taxing. Doing a lot of talking. Uh, so let's talk about the Mets and the Phillies. So this is the, this is the nightcap, the night game. Uh, we've got Zach Wheeler and Chris Bassett on the mound in this one. Zach Wheeler, revenge game against the Mets. Not that, not that it's like a, still a revenge game because he hasn't pitched for them since 2019. Uh, but two, two good pitchers, but two inconsistent pitchers. I mean, Bassett, two pretty bad starts recently in his last two. Uh, against St. Louis, six innings, nine hits, four earned, only three Ks. Against San Francisco, four innings, eight hits, eight earned, and four Ks. So Bassett is is not pitching up to par. I mean, he was he was really good at the start of the year, but man, I I don't know what's going on with Bassett. I mean, it's it's worrisome seeing him giving up so many hits, seeing the K numbers down, seeing him in the last start with three walks also. So I don't know that I can trust Bassett right now. I don't know that that means fade Bassett or just stay away from the whole game. Uh, but it's definitely, definitely a little sketch the way that he's been pitching right now. Uh, Zach Wheeler is kind of the opposite. I mean, he he was tough. He, he, he was rough. Tough to bet on at the beginning of the year. Uh, good start against the Mets uh, in his first start of the season. But then he gave up seven against the Marlins, gave up four against the Brewers. But he's been solid since then. Only given up five runs in his last five uh, starts. So if I'm looking for a side here, I mean, is it the Phillies? Probably. I I trust Zach Wheeler more than I trust Chris Bassett, and it plus money. I think the Phillies are the way to go. Model has this game as a complete coin flip. But if I'm just betting on a starting pitcher, it's Zach Wheeler in this game. Uh, as far as the total goes, with it sitting at 7.5, Model has it at 7.8. So if you're looking at a seven and a half, it's an over. If you're looking at an eight, it's an under. They're both up on on different books. So this is a this is a fade spot for me. I I don't want to touch this game. Although again, if I do touch this game, it would be probably a Phillies money line or maybe a Phillies uh, team total. So what is the Phillies team total at? Three and a half minus one eleven. No, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to pay minus 110 for an over three and a half for the Phils. 
Um, let's see, what else? Uh, Red Sox and Orioles from Clark. First time chat. Welcome to the stream. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, so what about the Red Sox and the Orioles? Um, I hate, I hate this Orioles team. I really do. Not, not that like I actually hate them, but from a betting perspective, there, there is not a more frustrating team in the league than the Orioles this year. Like, it, it, and I think the guy that they have on the mound today is a prime example, Bruce Zimmerman. Like, Bruce Zimmerman, I remember watching him last year when he debuted, betting against him all the time because he sucked. He, he would get blown up. I mean, his numbers, 5 ERA from last year, 1-5 whip, and, and he was worse than that. He really looked, looked worse than that. Uh, but this year, I mean, the dude's, the dude's been pitching well. I'm 47 innings this year from him, 39 Ks. Not walking batters, not, nothing crazy from him, but just solid, consistently passable performance. Uh, I mean, he, he gave up no runs in his first two starts of the year. He's given up four and five, both against the Yankees in his last two starts, but like two, three earned runs pretty consistently from Zimmerman. So so if if that's kind of the baseline, then the question is, can Nick Pavetta stop the Orioles? Or is is he also going to give up two or three runs? Is he going to shut them out? Is he going to get blown up? And, and Nick Pavetta is another guy who's who's kind of up and down. I I don't want to touch this game. I'm looking to see where the model is. Model model likes the Red Sox to win, of course. Um, maybe an over is the play here in this game. Although at nine, probably not. But maybe I don't know. Yeah, I, I so where I'm at with the with the Red Sox and Orioles is I think that the Red Sox uh, at minus one eighty, it's too expensive to take the the run line. I don't trust Zimmerman to give up so many runs that that the Red Sox run line feels like a good play either. It, it just it this feels like it's going to be a like a five four six four. 5-3 game for somebody. And I don't know who it's going to be. So so maybe that, that means take the Orioles. But I also, at the same time, I just can't bet on Bruce Silverman. Crabs on the Rays. Nice. You, you, know, you know something's wrong when Crabs is taking a, a minus 145. Uh, Sam says thoughts on that first five under in the race game. I mean, so I liked the just the full game under six and a half as as my lean in that game. The first half under is probably sitting at what three and a half. Uh, three and a half minus one thirty. I'd I'd rather take the full game under six and a half, closer to minus one hundred five minus one ten. Because I, I both both teams have good bullpens, and and if Aroldis Chapman is the worry, he's not playing because he's on the injured list. So I I think that with with the quality that these teams have in the pen, I'd rather I'd rather be at a 
I'd rather be on the full game. I can't say what the model has first five real quick, though. Model has first five total at 3.4. Full game total at 6.1. Um, Miami, Atlanta. Thoughts? No. I, this game is gross. This is another one. I mean, I probably... Probably take... A Miami plus one and a half or an over in this one. But at the same time, Elysia Hernandez is not it. And he only threw one inning. Well, I guess in relief in his in his last appearance. But yeah, no, it's a it's a gross game. Max Freed is, I mean, is definitely the better pitcher. Are, are the Braves, should they be minus 240 here? I don't think so. So, I mean, for me, it's a, it's probably a Marlins plus one and a half. But again, I certainly not like rushing to the window to place a bet there. Uh, do you do other sports? Thoughts on Game 7? Uh, I am not an NBA fan. So I don't have any thoughts on that game. I'm sure that people in the chat have thoughts. Uh, so chat, what do you what do you guys like in the Celtics and the Heat game? I'd be, I'd be curious to know. It feels like it's going to be a blowout. Like somebody's going to win by 25 points. Just with the way that that series has gone. I guess the last game was close. But yeah, who knows? Not me. I don't know. Uh, Drew says, Nick, what does your book have uh, the Red Sox team total at? Uh, so best price over on Betstamp says Red Sox team total 5.5 plus 115. If you're looking at a 4.5, then you're probably looking minus... 150-ish. What do, what do you have the number at? Uh, Asim said, thoughts on fitting the Mets tonight? Uh, maybe just got here. I uh, had talked about that in the Q&A a couple minutes ago. It's, it's Phillies or Fade for me. Just because of the inconsistency that Bassett's had. Over 4.5 minus 139 from Long Beach. George says 5.5 minus 105. Yeah. That's not a great number. I I don't I don't think I would take that. Um, I see Long Beach says Padres and Pirates. Uh, it's Ronsi Contreras Day, which is fun, and Mackenzie Gore. Battle of excellent young rookie pitchers. Uh, Contreras finally made his first start uh, against the Rockies. Had a great game, five innings, five Ks, five base runners, no earned. Dude's good. Uh, obviously, Mackenzie Gore is really good as well. But I think, I mean, this total is sitting at 7 for a reason. Uh, and, and I think it's because Ronsi Contreras gives you 5 excellent innings. Especially uh, against a team that hasn't seen him before. It might be an under. It might be uh, a Padres plus 1.5 or something. I don't, I don't know that I want to bet that game, though. 
model model has everything super super tight to the to the lines that Vegas has set. So, it's a it's a stay away spot for me. Uh, maybe like a first five pirates plus a half could be kind of interesting. Just kind of trusting five good innings from from Contreras and and getting some value from that. Let's see what 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 is that at. Um, plus one twelve. Yeah, that's interesting. I I didn't I didn't look into that game a ton, and again with with rookie pitchers like this, it's a little hard to a little hard to to trust consistency. I mean, these two pitchers combined are like as old as Rich Hill. That's that's a good metric. Like, how many Rich Hills old are these pitchers? Rich Hill's what forty three. 42. Yeah, Gore and Contreras are a combined 45. I'm going to I'm going to turn that into a new metric for uh for pitchers. How many Rich Hills old are you? Uh what's my personal personal favorite MLB team? I am a Washington Nationals fan. I'm from the DC area originally. I live out in Denver now. Uh but I'm from from the DC area. Uh so I'm a Nats fan. They kind of suck this year, but that's the way it goes. Um, somebody had a question somewhere that I missed. Oh, uh, Long Beach says four and a half over at EV for the Strohs. You still like that? Yeah, I do. I I think I think this Strohs team total four and a half anywhere even to like like minus minus one ten minus one fifteen ish. I think is uh. Is a solid play. I, I'm I'm really not a big Marco Gonzalez fan. Alrighty. Uh don't see anything else. What does model say about Halos and Jays? Uh likes the likes the Jays. I think it's got got Toronto winning outright by by quite a bit. Definitely, definitely, Jays. Model model thinks that the Jays should be favored in the game, so I think that getting them at plus one ten is a, is a solid value. Uh, but I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up the stream. Uh, we've got a bunch of games starting uh, not too long from now. I need to go get some uh, some confirmed lineup simulations for those games done. Uh, but thank you to everyone as always for being here. Appreciate it very much. Uh, hope you all have a have a good rest of your Sunday. Have a successful day uh, with these bets. Uh, no stream tomorrow. I think it is uh, a full slate, but Mondays scheduled off days for the stream. Uh, pick six. I probably am going to end up betting Toronto. Not a. Not a. Not a huge bet, but I, I I do I do think the Jays are one of my favorite values on the on the board today. Uh, so again, yep, thanks to everyone for being here. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Later. <laughs>